Welcome to the Find Your Awesome Podcast. My name is Kelsey Abbott. I'm a confidence coach and instigator of joy. I believe that we are all so much more powerful than we can possibly understand. My goal with these conversations is to introduce you to brave, vulnerable people who are finding and owning their awesome. My guests are leaning into what makes them unique and sharing that uniqueness with the world. I hope these conversations inspire you to break free from whatever is holding you back and to step into your own greatness. Welcome to the Find Your Awesome Podcast. My guest today is Tanya Zuko. She is a business and success mentor and just an all-around amazing, I don't even know, I want to say you're an amazing <laughs> woman, an amazing woman. This woman does all the things and I think we're going to talk about that. Welcome, Tanya. Oh, Kelsey, seriously, thank you so much for having me. This is so fun. If I could just chat to female entrepreneurs like you all day long, that's what I would do. It's so fun. <laughs> we we can make that happen. Let's we can do still it. make that happen. We just need to create some more space in your schedule first. Yes, that yeah, very <laughs> true, very true. That's actually a good topic, right? Creating space. Yeah. So you <laughs> maybe you can share first, like all the things you're juggling, <laughs> and then we can talk about creating space. Sure. So well, so Kelsey and I had, had you you we just chatted right, and we said that I hate saying I don't have time. Um, but at some point, right, you really don't have time. Time is, is what you make it. But also, like you said, Kelsey does 24 hours in a day. So I am currently in hustle mode and, and I'm someone that doesn't, I'm, I'm not really a proponent of hustle mode, but I do realize just like that analogy of the plane taking off, it's got to work really, 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 really freaking hard. So then it can fly. Right. So so right now I'm working really hard. I'm, um, I'm building a, a business where, as Kelsey said, I, I mentor women who are really looking to create the life that they want through, through entrepreneurship and, and really creating their own uh, business and career. I also work with my husband and we have a, a triathlon coaching company and I still work as a PA. So that's three of the things that I do. There might be a few more. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but but in general, that's that's what I do. So certainly juggling a lot of things right now. But um, all right, well maybe we can just shine a little bit of a light on some of the other things you do. Yeah. You, you coach some triathletes. Yeah. You help with a software development company. I do. You are a Kona qualifying Ironman triathlete. I am. So sometimes there's some training and racing in there. Yes, exactly. And you're just like a human. And I am human. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm a wife. I'm a wife. And right. I, I, I obviously love my husband and we love to do stuff. We love to travel. We love to go out and eat probably too much that we should. So, so yeah, you know, I'm really trying to create this life that I really love and envision. But being the ambitious person that I am, I sometimes take on too much. And so I'm in this space right now where I have taken on a lot of things, but, but I'm, I'm, I'm working to not let go of, of things, but maybe wrap up, pass off, create alignment amongst some of the things so that I can create some more space. And how do you do that? I think, like, I think, 
this is a struggle that so many people mm-hmm. let's even just say like so many women have this because yeah. we want to do all the things right and we can but we can't we can but just not all at the same time right mm-hmm. no i totally agree so look i'm i'm very grateful for my career in in medicine and it's something great to have on my resume something great to have Um, if I ever need it, but I'm sure I'm not the only person out there who has gone into education or into a career and then you've gotten into it and you've realized that maybe it's not for you or maybe the lifestyle that it is affording you or allowing you to live isn't for you. So, So that's really what I realized and so I am trying to move out of medicine and actively doing that and um and again it's it's not that i'm not very grateful um and a lot of people would say it was a very you know a, a great career to have but but just not for me so so that is how i'm moving and creating space i'm sort of pivoting my life shall i say to to be able to use my creativity a little bit more to be able to create a life where I'm still working hard. And in fact, I think like a lot of people out there, if I'm not working hard, I I, I don't like that. I like to have a challenge ahead of me. I like to be able to try to figure things out. Um, But, but I, I I can't remember where I was going with this. I can't remember where I was going with this. Well, I've got a question for you. Yes. About the creativity piece. Mm -hmm. Did you realize at some point that you were missing a certain part of you like that you were missing a creative outlet absolutely i i really so you know going into medicine i thought that i was going to be able to really make a difference in people's lives and mentor and help and educate right and really help people pivot to live and do things in a way that is going to make them healthier and happier. And yeah, sure. I thought that having that, you know, that degree and and being able to have the patients in clinic every day would, would allow me a space to do that, but it, it doesn't, right. It's so restricted by all the things that I'm sure people can, can imagine, you know, insurance and protocols that, that I just felt like here I was all of all of my knowledge and and yearning to really see people change and grow just like I like to change and grow I wasn't able to do that and so that's for me where I felt like my creativity was just being blunted creativity in the means of and I think that can mean a lot of things for people but for me it means it, it means sort of speaking and doing and giving and creating an impact that's what it means to me. And I just wasn't able to do that. Yeah. Did you feel that in your body? So did I feel that in my body? I mean, of course, right. I started to, I mean, I, I when I was sort of coming to the realization a few years ago where, wow, I have this really big student loan, this career, <laughs> And now I want to completely change what what I want to do. It, it's not that it just all of a sudden came to me. It sort of grew, right? This frustration, this this angst, this anxiety, this yearning to be somewhere else, this yearning to be doing something else, to not 
be where I was every day, right? So does that kind of answer your question? Yeah. 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 So this wasn't like a calm, a calm, I don't know, a calm knowing. This was like a, this isn't working for me. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And I, I, I don't know. I think it happens like that for a lot of people. You know, they, they don't know how to describe what they're feeling. They're that feeling of unhappiness, mm-hmm. right. Can, can mean a lot of different things. And to me, it's like this, just this, this burning feeling inside your body and your brain that you've got so many ideas and so many other things that you want to do. And you can't where you are right now, you can't do it. So you got to do something to change it. Right. You know, I heard Rob Bell once tell a story of when he was working in a church organization, he mm-hmm. was studying quantum physics and he was sitting in these meetings. People were talking about church business and he wanted to just be like, shush, we all shut up. I'm trying to work out this. Like he's like trying to work out this physics problem in his head. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes when we have so many ideas and that's what we want to do. And we are not where we can do it. We just want to be like, everyone just stop. I got, I got bigger things to do. Right. Right. Or it's like, it's kind of like when you're in a conversation or in a room with, with someone and you guys are all having the same, you know, you're having a conversation together and you hear two people going back and forth about something that you so know you can help them with. And they're just going back and forth. What if this, what if this, you want to be like, stop, just listen to me, (laughs) you know? So, I mean, it's, and it's a hard thing, right? Because like certain things in your life where you can make a quick pivot, um, pivoting your career <laughs> and creating uh, essentially a, a new way to to make your life and pay for your life. Let's be real. It's not all about the money, but we got to pay our bills. It's not an easy thing to do. But the beautiful thing this day and age is it's so out there. I mean, what I mean, the opportunities are everywhere. And if you just ask, and if you just reach out to people and just talk to people you'll realize that it's the people who sit there because I thought initially I thought oh my gosh what am I going to do I have no idea so I started googling because I'm a googler you know I've got lots of google and youtube degrees many of them (laughs) (laughs) yeah a lot um you know and I thought oh gosh you know and it wasn't until I just started talking to people literally I would just see someone who was doing what I thought was interesting and I I would ask them how did you get into that what did you do to get into that career to start your business? And you start to realize, wow, it's totally possible. And I had no idea that those opportunities were out there for me, which is why I went into the sort of way of, you know, going to school, going to college, getting your degree. Not that it's a bad thing. It's an excellent thing to have. Right. But I never even imagined it was a story I was telling myself. I, I'm not a business owner. I can't be an entrepreneur. That's for those people. That's for those special kind of people who have, I don't know what they have, but they have something that I don't have, you know? And so that's another message that I think is, is, is really important. When you feel that oh, burning feeling inside of you that you have more to give or more to do or what you're doing isn't really fulfilling you, then there are opportunities out there. Just get out there. Just start talking to people, literally. 
that's as easy to, as it is. Yeah. Just start asking and talking to people and you'll realize. I remember both of those things happening for me. I remember when I worked for Noah and looking around, I, like, I hated my job. Mm -hmm. I, I loved the concept of it. I loved yeah. being a marine biologist. I did not love doing it from a cubicle in DC. I didn't mm -hmm. love having to wear the clothes that I wore, like real work clothes. I didn't love the hours. <laughs> I didn't love any of that. And I remember looking around one day and realizing these people do right. and I don't and it's okay. Exactly. I also remember thinking, what? I'm going to own a business. What? I don't know what I'm doing. I don't, right. I, I don't know what I thought even like about people who own businesses. What did they, do they have an MBA? I don't know if it was about an education right. thing or what it was, but I thought, I don't know anything about that. Oh my gosh. I thought the same thing. I was like, I know medicine. I know how to diagnose and treat you. And yeah. How to right? I mean, business, what's business? Like, how do you learn business? It's such a big term, right? Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's not that complicated. It's not. And thanks to this online space, it's all completely, di completely different. It is. It is. It is. And it's really about creating relationships too. Mm -hmm. Right. I think so many people, they hear business and they hear, okay, being an entrepreneur sounds like a cool thing, but wait, then I have to go sell. Oh my gosh. Selling so scary. So you so icky. And it's like, Oh, this day and age, there's so many different ways to just create relationships and solve problems for people and help people. That's what business is. Yeah. That's, that's one thing that I've really learned. Yeah. So fun. Did it really, I, I feel like one of the things business gives us, and maybe it's something that just exists in this life that we're not always aware of. I remember my grandfather always talking about like, oh, he ended up going to this college just because he met the president of the school and yeah. like then he ended up getting this job just because he met this person and I remember being like pops it's not like that anymore right but you know what it's still the relationships just talk to people help right. people connect with people connect the people you know That's it really is you know what one this sort of brings me brings up another thing is I was talking to someone the other day, actually my sister-in-law, and she she's brilliant. She's so smart. She's a teacher. She works with um, uh, autistic kids. Hats off to her. I mean, wow. You know, she's she's really changing these kids' lives. But she's now just gotten married and, and wants to start a family and wants to have a little more freedom in her life. And she's like, but what, am, what, what do I have to offer? What can I do? I don't, I, I don't know how to do anything. And I'm like, ah, oh, what do you mean you don't know how to do it? Like, what do you love to do? She's like, well, planning and organizing, right? How many, how many people hire people to help them plan and organize? Yeah, so right. for some of us, so one of the things this makes me think of is we think that things that are fun and come easily to us come easily to everyone. Everybody. So that's a huge oh, blind spot. Exactly. Yeah, I pay, I will pay people to plan and organize stuff for me because that is not my zone of genius. Right. Oh, I love that term. Zone of genius. Superpower. 
Yeah. Yeah. Jam. It's your jam. Yeah. Or, or that, not your jam. It's not my jam. <laughs> <laughs> but it kind of it takes me so it, it's like everybody is an expert right mm-hmm. that's something everybody is good at something and if you can help somebody it means that you have something that somebody else wants and needs and would love to have your help with yeah right so I don't know maybe we're getting off topic a little but but there is so much opportunity out there for us to create what we what we want and i know that sounds kind of foo-foo right but it's not it's very concrete it it is because i think i think at some point in our lives you know like pretty much all our childhood and then throughout high school and college we feel like it's like choose choose your own adventure but these are the choices you have right you know i remember in college they're like okay do you want to be a investment banker do you want to be a vet are you going to go to med school are you going to go to law school right are you going to be a teacher and all i can say is nope 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 about a vet i was like maybe i want to go to vet school that was ended up being a nope right i almost went to vet school true story crazy but it's true it's like when we're when we're when we're counseled at that age with regards to what we want to do, it's trying to fit us into these boxes. It's not what are you really good at and how can we create that space for you? Yes. Right? We're always trying to be put into these boxes. Well, it's like, okay, Kelsey, what are you good at? ABC. Okay. Well that fits into this box Mm -hmm. or lawyer or whatever, you know, it's not like, Oh, you're good at connecting with people and you love sports well, why don't, how about let's, you know, do you know what I mean? And it's like always being trying to, it's it's trying to be put into this box so that you can fit into this sort of societal flow chart. And I don't think we, any of us really do. No, I mean, look, some people, some people like that. Right. But, but there's some people that, that, that don't. And I think we need people at all different parts of that adventure, should we call it? Yeah. There's also the, like this concept of a hierarchy in that, Mm -hmm. in that whole thing, which has always, it's okay. So now I'm, I'm taking this in a different direction because I love it. (laughs) Cause that's just always amused me. I've like never, fallen for the hierarchy i never cared i was never interested in like climbing any sort of ladder mm-hmm. it just never resonated with me and i think that that's something that we can get caught up with like oh okay our like our passion ends up going towards okay climb the ladder right right well i think too that you know having power over people and and again i'm not saying that's good i'm just saying sometimes that notion of hierarchy when you know other people have to um you know they they, you're in charge of them or you're their boss or you're their manager having that role having that designation or that power should we say gives people confidence right it makes them feel important it makes them feel special and so if they, in my opinion, if they're not able to get that confidence and feeling of acceptance and like they mean something and like they're making an impact, 
well, that notion of hierarchy can give that to them. Mm. So that's, you know, maybe as we're chatting out loud, I'm thinking maybe that's why some people like that, right? Yeah. Because they're just not able to get it elsewhere. Because I think as humans, human beings, we all want that feeling that we're needed and that we're important and that we're, you know, confident people, right? I mean, so... Yeah, that was kind of an aha moment for myself. Just well, then. you also just, <laughs> you you paused after we all want. And I think there's something there too. We all want. Right. We want, we all want something. We want more. We want, you know, whether it's chasing like athletic dreams or, or it's somewhere on this hierarchy or it's starting our own business or, or buying a sports car or whatever it is, we all want. Right. And yet we sometimes we get really out of touch with that. We kind of just go with the flow and don't really, we're not really purposeful in what we do every day. Mm -hmm. I think at some point that catches up with everybody, right? Yeah. Yeah. At some point you hit, you hit the wall, right? Quit your job, get divorced, move, do something different, right? At some point we, we hit the wall where we really pivot to, to finding what we want. Mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes people say that like when, you know, when people say I want more money or I want more freedom or, you know, I want, it's like a selfish thing. It's not a selfish thing to want whatever, whatever it is that you want. I mean, okay. There's things that people can want that are good things, but, but you know what I mean? Right. I mean, it's yeah. not, a bad thing to want more whatever more means for you it's actually like if we're gonna judge it like it's actually a good thing because we're either growing either grow or we die oh yeah we're never we're never staying still right yeah so true we don't have much time left and you know what i really want to talk about your professional water skiing career (laughs) can we talk about that because we haven't i haven't heard that much about it yet and like just can you can you tell us about that please sure i'll give you the i'll give you the short quick version here so uh i was born in dubai in the united arab emirates and my father was an avid adventurer we'll call him that he loved to windsurf he loved to to go boating he loved being on the water there you go and um and i used to you know go with him a lot my mom was this really um important Hilton executive and she was always busy and working and so it was always me and dad and um, before I knew how to ski I'd go out with him windsurfing and what I would do is I would hang on the back of his windsurfer literally just dragging through the water having the time of my life seriously and one day I saw people skiing and I was like dad what are they doing he's like oh they're water skiing I'm like I want to try it and um, I mean, literally, the rest is kind of history. So started taking some lessons. There was some British coaches that would come out to the, the, the ski area where I skied in Dubai. And um, I was, I've always kind of been talented at, at sports with picking things up quickly and picked it up pretty quick and got pretty, got pretty good. And um, essentially, the British team kind of recruited me. And so I started skiing for Great Britain. I skied, I started skiing as a quote, quote, you know, professional still in my teens. I 
travel the world with the team. We the, the water skiing is not in the Olympics, but um, but we do have uh, world championships. I was paid a salary by Great Britain. It was amazing. I mean, I got to travel the world um, and meet so many different people. Injure myself a lot because I was very reckless. <laughs> I seriously thought that like I was a rubber band. I mean. You know, I was just, and, and I was fearless, but I think that's why I progressed so fast because I was just willing to, to, I was, I was willing to do anything to, to get the job done. You know, I, I loved it. It was, it was such a thrill. So I did three events skiing. So slalom trick and long, long distance jumping and long distance jumping was my jam. That's where I was junior world champion. I was British champion for gosh, I don't know, five, six years um, so it was great. And so like I, how far did you jump in this long jump? 168 feet. That's a long way. That's a long way. Yeah. And I tell you, some of the crashes I took were pretty, pretty brutal. <laughs> the water is really hard. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but look, what it was, it was such an amazing thing to be able to do. I mean, it was, it was, it was awesome, but I got to a point just like anything where, I realized that while I was being paid a salary by Great Britain, um, it wasn't really, I needed to do something to really make, make my life. And, um, I had a lot of injuries just because I started really young, I think. And, um, so, so yeah, I kind of pivoted and, and switched gears to, to academics for, for a while. But, you know, it's funny because it's because sports and academics have both been, and still are, as you know, and, or career in academic or career in sports, they both play really important roles in my life. And, and I feel like I can't be whole or complete without having both. Right. Yeah. I um, see you. So, yeah. Yeah. So that was my water skiing career from gosh, from when I was 10 until about 25. I haven't skied in like 10 years. No joke. So how did that professional a career as a professional athlete, how did that prepare you for where you are now? Oh my gosh. I mean, you learn, first of all, you realize that there are so many different people out there, so many different ways to do things and think of things and that anything is possible, seriously, but it's going to be hard work and it's going to take some tears but it's going to have a lot of triumphs and it's going to take really being consistent and dedicated. I mean, water skiing really taught me consistency and dedication. I tell you skiing in England in the winters, cause I went back to, to England to do my undergrad. Um, I would ski in the winters with a full dry suit, like covering my head and arms because it was so cold, but wow. you know, we had to train and, um, I mean, I didn't have to, but if I wanted to compete, I mm -hmm. needed to, you know, and so you just learn that it's not all, it's not all fun and games, but you make it what you want to make it right. And so, um, tell you, even on those days where I was like, oh my gosh, you cannot believe I need to ski today. It's so yuck and cold and rainy out there. I still had fun. I still had fun. Um, so I think one and the other thing that I really learned too is to to push yourself to the point where you feel pain 
in a good way and you realize that pain really isn't that bad, right? Mm -hmm. It's, it's what you make it out to be. So yeah. Yeah. Not many people know about my water skiing career. I mean, they do, but you know, like my, I feel like it was another lifetime. I mean, really. Yeah. I know the feeling. I'm like, wow. I mean, I'm sure I could pick up skis right now and go ski. I couldn't go jump. That would be like, you know, um, I'd break my neck. You, you got to train and get to it, but, yeah. but I'd be able to get on a ski and ski and do some flips and stuff. I mean, I could do that, but, but yeah. No big, no big deal. Let's just like, <laughs> let's reflect that for a second. Yeah, no, I could just go do flips and stuff. Oh. Yeah, you are amazing. And I know we got to let you go in a second. So how can people learn more about you? How can they connect with you? Oh man. Well, any way they want to. No, I'm kidding. So, um, you can find me on my website, tanyazuko.com, T-A-N-Y-A-Z-U-C-C-O.com. I'm also on social media. I'm on Facebook. I love to connect with people. And I'm also on Instagram at tanyazuko.com. So, and also look, if you want to email me, if you don't want to meet me on social media, tanya at tanyazuko.com. Honestly, I love having conversations with people. I love chatting to people. If you've got specific questions for me, great. If you're just curious, then, then reach out. I love that in this day and age, we can literally create best friends on other ends of the globe. And it's just so incredible. It's so incredible. And that actually reminds me when I first met you in the locker room at the pool. And <laughs> it, was, it was so exciting to know that we both also had this online space. It was like, oh my I God, know. we friends there too. I know. And it, it really, it's because it's like, there's, I mean, not everyone's an online entrepreneur, right? And so when you meet someone, it's like, oh, you immediately have this connection. Yeah. So I love yeah. it. Absolutely. Oh I could sit here and chat with you for, for ages. I know we could do that. And that would yeah. be so fun. And maybe we'll do that later. I know we should. Yeah. I got a flight to London today, so that'll be. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll let you go. I love you. And thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much, Kelsey. I love you too. I love what you're doing. And um, to everyone else out there, just go do it. I don't know what it is, but do it. Thank you so much for listening. If you'd like to continue the conversation, please head over to Facebook and join the group Find Your Awesome with Kelsey Abbott. It's free. And if you want more than that, go to my website, kelseyabbott.com, and there you can sign up for my newsletter and get a series of free guided meditations. And I would really appreciate it if you could head over to the podcast app and leave a review of the Find Your Awesome podcast. Your reviews help other people learn about this podcast. Thank you so much. That's all I've got for you, friends. Go forth and be awesome.